Oh, Lord, where do I begin tonight? It has been a crazy day. Um, I met one of the most racist women I think I've ever met before. Um, and one of the things you don't want to do around me is be racist. Because if you're racist, I will literally show no mercy. Like, it doesn't matter. Um... The lady came in, you know, she was looking at some cars, looking at some used cars. Her first question to me, like an idiot, was, was this car owned by black people or white people? I didn't really have an answer for her. I just looked at her, I said, I don't know. Um, that being said, I said, why does it really matter? And she said, yes. She said, there's a certain odor about black people that make her vomit. And from that point on, I was like, alright, it's game on. Let's fucking do this. So she asked me the price of the car. I knew that the price of the car was like $41,000. But, like I said, no mercy if you're a racist. You don't deserve any handouts. You don't deserve anything good coming your way. If you're going to... Just belittle somebody based off of the color of their skin. That's just the stupidest thing you could ever do. And it's not something you want to do in my presence. So the price of the car is 41 I told her it was $47. Um, and you know what? Here's the great thing about sales. You don't know what you don't know. So if they didn't know the price of the car, it doesn't matter. You can tell them whatever you want to tell them. So they said it was forty. Uh, it was supposed to be forty-one. I told them it was forty-seven. They said that sounded a little bit high. I said I'll cut you a great deal at forty-six. No problem. Anyway, I sold them the car for forty-six thousand dollars when it was really supposed to be forty-one. Um, suck at racists, right? Racists are kind of pieces of shit, and you don't really want to associate yourself with them. So, um. In our computer system, we typically put notes and stuff, and I uh, just made sure there was a little uh, capital R beside their name. Just to let everybody know what a racist piece of shit they were. So, that being said, hello. Um, this is Magic Lasagna, aka Jason Stone. Uh, we do things a little bit differently here. I really like to get feedback from people and questions. However, there's not been a whole lot of that other than uh, just really random stuff lately. Like, what are my pronouns? Uh, I don't know why this is a question, really. It's cool. We can ask it. Um, I'm a he, him. Great. Don't really care what you are. Um, because in sales, there's only one color, one thing you need to worry about, and that color is green. Money. Who cares what anybody does with their... It's none of your business, really, what people do with their lives. There's only one color, and that's green. And that's money. If they have money, sell them something. Who cares? Like, why would you care what somebody else is doing with their life? Whether it's anything about any kind of sexual orientation, or pronouns they prefer, or anything. None of that matters. If they have money... Sell them something. And I know this sounds to a lot of you younger people like ab absolute savagery. It's just not like... Like it's just more of a who cares thing. Really, who cares? 
Nobody really cares. Even the people that act like they care are just acting like they care to get attention half the time. It is what it is. Whatever. The only color we really care about in sales is the green color, and that's the color of money. If you have money, we'll sell you something. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be, you know, George Clooney selling, you know, what, like a vodka or a whiskey company or a uh, tequila company. Sold it for like a billion dollars. He didn't care who he was selling it to. They were like, we'll give you a billion dollars. That's insane. Right? You offer me enough money for anything, I will do anything. Literally everything has a price. Period. That being said, um, yes, even my dignity has a price. It really does. <sighs> but, God, I hate a racist. I really just hate a racist. Like, why? There's just no reason for this. But that's a true life story that happened to me today at work. Literally today. Like, this is probably kind of shit that happens sometimes I don't know I've, I've never experienced it because I'm white I guess you know but that being said sales sell to whoever you can sell to doesn't matter who they are color of their money is the same sometimes you just charge racists a little bit extra that being said um, that's not really the focus of my uh, podcast today. The focus of my podcast is really the fact that uh, you should really just be nice to everybody, no matter what. It doesn't even matter if you feel like you might be racist or prejudiced against somebody. You should still be nice to them because, you know what? That's a good fucking human thing to do. Like, be a damn human being, you know? There are people out there that have struggled harder than you, or even maybe less than you. Treat them both the same. It's just an awesome way to live life. And if you can't really decide that you can live life like that, then the problem resides within you yourself. Like, like why are you the way that you are that you can't be good to somebody? Can you not be good to yourself? Being good to yourself is the easiest thing in the world to do. You just look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you're handsome and that you're awesome. Whatever. You can say whatever you want to to yourself. Being good to other people is harder because those people not, might not be great people. I mean, and if they're not great people, still be nice to them. One day, you might need something from them. I keep a little folder in my desk at all times of business cards of everybody that's ever done business with me. No matter what kind of business. It doesn't matter if they make cupcakes or houses. Their business card is in my little book. And it's in a little book with sleeves in it like I'm protecting baseball cards. Because I want to know who those people are. I want to know that I've done business with them before. And I want to know that... I can continue to do business with them probably more than likely at a discounted rate of some kind because we know each other. And honestly, if they do a good job with what I contract them to do or I ask them to do, they're going to get referral business. And referral business from somebody like me where you're selling hundreds and thousands of cars a year, 
Good God, you could get all kinds of business from somebody like me. It's super easy. That's what I went back to last last uh, podcast was don't hand out money without handing out a business card. And the whole reason why is because you never know what's going to happen. So if you don't know what's going to happen and you make friends with somebody that owns a business for painting, you know, um, the painter that bought a car from me painted my kid's nursery for free just because he was so happy to have gotten a great deal on something from me he wanted to give me a great deal on something back his great deal was a version of free now will the version of free always be there no um but it could be at a version of uh, at cost or half off labor or any kind of a crazy discount so i have a business card for almost everything you could ever imagine sitting inside my office inside a little sleeve that's like a baseball collection sleeve and you know what it's the best investment i've ever made because on top of that any customer that is looking for something other than what i'm offering i have somewhere to send them and it's pretty important to be able to do things like that because it also shows your status as a person in the uh in the community you know, in the community, you want to be a person that's reliable, a person that can get things done for yourself and for other people. If you can get things done for yourself and for other people, especially for other people, your community influence grows. Uh, your community influence is pretty important if you want to be a major player in any kind of sales. A major player in any kind of sales is going to be a major community guy. I donate a ton of money to Toys for Tots. Like, that's my jam. I love giving kids presents. But we also do Operation Santa Drop and a few other things. Uh, we just want to make sure that, for the most part, people that can't really fend for themselves, like children, are taken care of. That is one of my biggest passions in life, is to make sure that no matter what, like, honestly, Mr. Beast, love him. Want to be, Want to be like him. But I want to be like him for like kids instead of like people his age because, you know, he's at the end of the day, Mr. Beast, cool dude, met him before. He's he's giving out Ferraris to his friends or people his age. Those guys have choices they can make to get those Ferraris if they wanted to without him. At the end of the day, children, children cannot make those choices to get a Ferrari. Not that I'm going to give them a Ferrari. But I can give them other things that will change their lives. Um, you know, like school supplies, clothing, backpacks, things that will make their life better. I mean, when I was when I was their age, I was all about getting a trapper keeper. A trapper keeper was a little notebook that you just kept all your papers in and you took to school with you and you could write in it. That was the big jam when I was growing up, was a trapper keeper. You were popular if you had a trapper keeper. So whatever it is at the time, for children, I would love to be able to provide that popular option for them. Um, it doesn't matter if it's you know some sort of stuffed animal or something like that. But uh, I'd, ra I'd much rather take care of a child that can't control the outcome of what's going on in their lives other than taking care of an adult that's made their decisions already and have decided that uh, they, they don't want to do anything useful with their lives. 
Um, that being said, you don't have to be stuck in that kind of a rut where you're somebody like, hey, I've made my decisions, I'm just going to blah through the rest of life. You know, you don't have to be that person. You can always change. It was an easy change for me because I love people. I love talking to people. I love associating with people. Um, it's super easy for me ever since even high school. Like I could fit into any crowd. I'd be hanging out with the goths one second and hanging out with the jocks the next second. Um, I could fit into any crowd. I could move through however I wanted to. It was a very easy process for me. I was one out of nine children. Being one out of nine children, I was the only child that had a password to get into the car with somebody. Which means my parents told me, if they don't call you Sparky, don't get in the car with them. I would do really obnoxious things, like walk up to strangers in the mall and hold their hands. And this is like at the height of the you know early 90s, late, eight, uh, late eight, 83, 80s. I was born in 83. So late 80s, early 90s. This was like the height of the big commercialism of your children are going to get snatched and thrown into a van with a, a stranger and kidnapped because of candy. Like they were big into that at that point in time. It was a huge deal. So my parents gave me the password and <laughs> obviously I worked out all right because I've been in several forms of uh, civil service. You know, and uh, every job I think I've had has been dealing with the public in some way. For instance, even when I was developing developing film, oh my God, you couldn't believe the things that I saw in that photo lab. It was incredible. However, you can't really talk about some of them, you know what I mean? So that being said, you had to learn how to communicate with somebody without actually communicating with them. This is what I saw. So that's, you know, kind of like a wink and a nod. And obviously, customers appreciated that. People appreciated that. You know, you talk to people. Back in the day when I was actually selling stuff, I was selling cameras that were three or four megapixels. And that was like the top of the line. And they were like $400. They were crazy expensive. But that was like the best of the best at the time. Now, my phone can film in 8K and take photos from a hundred times magnification away in perfect clarity. Like, it's crazy. I have a Samsung S22 Ultra, and uh, the cameras on it are amazing. That being said, back in the day, not so much. You had to look at everything. A lot of it was still 35mm film, which is still kind of crazy, because 35mm film, they swore was better for the longest time. I had arguments with people about digital versus 35mm film. And you know what? The 35mm film, people won out. They would just out-argue me. Like, can't be changed. That being said, it's like sales. You can't be changed. Like, you're the 35mm film. You're the best. Now, can you adapt to the world around you and go digital? Absolutely, you can. However, you still want to be the best of the best. So no matter what that is, you have to strive for that goal. You want to set yourself goals every month, no matter what. Even if it feels like it's something out of reach. Because you know what? What if you set that goal that you feel like is out of reach, 
and then you do reach it. Do you know that feeling of euphoria that you get? Like it's it's something you can't even describe. It just skyrockets your confidence, your serotonin levels. Everything goes through the roof when you meet that goal that you don't think you can actually meet. Because everybody deep down, deep down they're going to think, I can't meet this goal. But in most cases you actually can because your subconscious said it for you. Your subconscious said, hey, I can sell 20 cars this month. Or I can sell 4 motorhomes this month. Or I can sell 10 houses this month. It doesn't matter what your goal is. Always set your goal, what you feel in your heart, to be a little out of reach of. Because if you ever do reach that goal that's out of reach, the results are just a crazy explosion of endorphins into your brain. It's better than almost any drug you can think of. I'm getting a little bit off topic. My name is Magic Lasagna, a.k.a. Jason Stone. My email address is magiclasagna at magiclasagna.com. Send me an email if you would like to talk to me. I would love to answer any questions you have. Um, I love input. Please give me input. I would like this podcast to be successful. So input is greatly appreciated because I will edit it according to what you guys want. Um, I do want to answer a lot of questions about a lot of stuff. Um, I specialize in sales, body language, socialization skills. Um, There's almost not a question that I can't answer, whether it's I don't know or I can tell you every little bit of information about this question you just asked me. I mean, um, there's, there's just little bits here and there. I am a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, but most of you don't know the rest of that saying. The rest of the saying is, let's start from the start, jack-of-all-trades, master of none, but better a jack-of-all-trades than a master of none. Pretty important to me. Guys, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you, and as usual, I don't care how successful you are because I know that I will always be successful, and uh, I probably didn't elaborate on the last uh, podcast what that actually means. It actually means I don't care if you sell a billion dollars worth of product in a year, 10 billion, it doesn't, 100 billion, it doesn't matter. No matter what you do, I'm going to look out for myself and make sure that I'm still successful, so long as I'm a successful, I can keep passing on knowledge, and I can keep doing things. So what I like to say at the end of every podcast is, I don't care how successful you are, I just know that I'm always going to be successful.